Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a bumper Pinktron. Um, we are joined by many, many, many people. Uh, the ones I can see are Lauren, Brent, um, Tatum, and Craig. And, and we, we may have a Dutchman called Keish who joins us in a bit. Mm -hmm. um, or we may not, but we will soon find out. Um, most important question of the entire week and possibly the year is, what are we all drinking? Lauren. So I am drinking a hard kombucha. It's a giant hard kombucha called guava mente. So it's guava and mint. And part of the reason I'm drinking it is because I'm in Longmont, Colorado, visiting my family. And that's apparently where this is from. Very good. Uh, Brent. So I, even though it is now the tremendously late hour of 2 p.m. here, Mountain Time, I am having tea because it's, I just got back from a walk. It's not that warm out. It's still only eight degrees Celsius, but just for the podcast, I did stick a little brandy in it. <laughs> Fair enough. Nice. Um, Tatum. Yeah, I'm very boring tonight, unfortunately. Still um, still on the alcohol-free spirit. So some water with lime in it. Lime just to keep it funky. Are you allowed to drink anything alcoholic yet? No, not yet. No, okay. Um, Craig. So I am drinking an IPA, but uh, so it's a sober carpenter IPA. So it's uh, it's non-alcoholic, actually a really good one. But uh, yeah, tastes great. But uh, yeah, I'm going out uh, in a couple hours, and uh, yeah. So no to to, to recap, to recap, we need to find more Europeans, but haven't just had a mini heart attack. Um, Oh no! It, well, that's not the reason. I'm that. If it was for that, I could drink alcohol, no problem. Okay, it's a, it's more a challenge kind of thing. Fair yeah. enough. So, yeah. so no, no, no health reasons for that. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I'm just, oh well, oh well. You know, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to double up because I've, I've okay. got a, um, I've got a bottle of uh, San Miguel um, in my hands, but I've also got a bottle of um. Coolibara Cabernet Sauvignon. I have no idea what it'll taste like, um, but Ooh, nice. it is it. It's not from the Aldi four pound fifty aisle. Um, we've we've leveled up to Morrison's. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes in about ten minutes. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of us have actually done um, HWR this weekend. Um, if, if if Brent's done it, I'm going to be absolutely amazed. But I suspect no, I did not. <laughs> Although I am still considering race two, frankly, I might I might jump on and like stream it and fit in for the broadcast. So um, <laughs> I just... was watching race race one now. Um, Al was right racing, and uh, I was also watched flipping through watching a couple of the other riders. It looked pretty intense. Yeah, race one normally is. Um, for some context, um, Brent and I are doing a training plan, um, so it's. At the moment, it's one o'clock my time, seven a.m. his, and he he's done a workout today, but he's still thinking about doing the race later on. Yeah, it's not so much the workout today. Today's workout, just so everyone knows, was actually pretty tame zone Tell two mostly. But but I'm more worried about what it will do. What do we have to do? Um, threshold, whatever it is, sixteen minute uh, up and downs tomorrow. 
which I might not be able to handle if I do cobbled climbs this afternoon. <laughs> so tomorrow is three lots of um, eight-minute threshold over-unders with VO2 kickers to start each of those eight minutes, which I'm very much looking forward to, and I think it'll be a joy to behold and literally cannot wait. Yeah, that, that sounds like piece of cake. Come on. Yeah, uh -huh. th th there may have been an element of sarcasm in those last couple of sentences. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's enough of Craig and Brent, or James and Brent are boring about their. <laughs> <laughs> this week's HWR is cobbled climbs. <laughs> right? None of the flat stuff. It is a couple of climbs, um, and mm -hmm. I've done so much prep. Um, I think it's just one lap. Um, you can like two. Oh, two laps. Thanks, Tatum. Um, I yeah. have literally finished work, tried to like grab some food as quickly as possible, and then like landed on my computer, and here I am. Um, well, I was a bit mean with two laps. <laughs> it was. It was. I thought it would look, it look pretty brutal. <laughs> So, um, couple climbs is the shorter loop around Richmond, but only includes the climbing section. So, basically, you've got Libby Hill, you've got Twenty Third Street, and you've got the horrible longer one at the end. And you do it twice, so you get to go downhill six times. Yeah, so, I, I think this has got to be the HWR course that's going to have the most broken up field that we've had probably at least in this season like even yeah. compared to like yeah. the long maybe was radio tower hwr that must did have we been. do an epic radio yes. tower finish yeah. so yeah it was. maybe top of radio tower would be the next thing but like with doing those especially by the time we get to five climbs at the finish that's going to be just massive like it's going to be broken right up by the time you get back to governor street yeah. for the last so time I, th I think realistically, we're going to have like most of the field together for the first five kilometers, and then you hit Levy Hill, and it's just going to act like anytime you hit Levy Hill, it smashes the, the field apart. But when you got um, Levy Hill, 23rd Street, and that funny third climb that no one remembers the name of twice, um, I think everyone's just going to be riding on their own. Yeah, I mean, the very, very pointiest end, there'll be depending on the race, like 10 to 15 together, I think, because yeah. inevitably the pointiest guys cool their jets just a little bit, unless they're Noah Belch and they can literally time trial their way to the finish. But right. yeah. um, and, and that didn't happen tonight. Huh. Okay. Mm. It, that didn't happen or did? Nope. Didn't. Uh, who, who, who won tonight's item? His scorekeeper. Did he oh. beat Noah? Yeah, he actually wow. got him at the end. That's, that's unex, unexpected. Because um, wow. I, I, I would have expected Noah to have pulled away enough that scorekeeper's sprint wouldn't have brought him back in. No. He was sitting in his draft on that last little flat after Governor. Mm. He was just yeah. sitting behind him, teasing him, teasing him, teasing yeah. him, and then he went. And then he went. It was quite, mm. yeah. quite impressive. Yeah. I think that those climbs are all too short for, uh, for Noah to drop scorekeeper. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't, I don't remember if scorekeepers in it, but I know back maybe at the start of the series, we did, um, it's like Richmond after party where you do like the cobbled climbs and then you do the flat bits after and you do it like maybe twice or something. There was right a route like that. And, and yes, we, and Noah went off the front and he was all, he had, you know, 30 seconds on the rest of the next group. And I managed to make that next group with, 
Carlos Flores and uh, Michael Boardman was in that group too. And so, I mean, he can shake guys there, but the scorekeeper mm. wasn't in that race. So, mm. yeah. yeah. After the first Libby Hill and 23rd, there were a bunch of about seven, eight guys that were riding together. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, sadly, there, there, there won't be um, a, um, a stream for race two because um, Craig has um, unfortunately been called away on um, other business, um, which is a shame, firstly for Craig, um, and secondly, because it's the last <laughs> race of the season, but we won't be able to bring you any coverage. But um, what I would like to say, actually, is um, a big thanks to Craig for bringing us all this coverage over the course of a very very long winter season so thank you craig and thank you to everyone who's taken part in the commentary thank you to all of the riders who have been part of it as well so many thank yous um thank you yeah. <laughs> it, it is very much my pleasure i enjoy it yeah it was brilliant james that on is- that that note this winter league winter series was very brilliant and a lot of people comment on it and how they enjoyed it little shorter races just having fun and um would you be doing it again next winter similar similar more more than likely i think think craig correct me if i'm wrong i think this is the third hwr um which is all always been like a whole winter long series so um yeah i think it's the third one um so i'm fully intending on doing it um next year as well well, well, I'll say next year um, and end of this year. I look look forward to seeing the schedule. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm relatively nice with HWR. There's there's no like hundred kilometer routes in there at all. No, so no. I think I've been particularly friendly. Um, let's talk. I almost dread having this conversation with Craig Martin here. Um, let Let's talk summer racing. Um, mm-hmm. Because we've got the um, Herd Summer Racing League, and I've clicked on a link, but it does not take me to where I wanted it to take me to. And and that is starting? Starts uh, two weeks today. Um, so we've got the last um, winter race uh, this weekend. Then we've got the Omnium the week after, and then we've got the, uh, the, the Summer Racing League. And it's also a couple of weeks of which only limited, only some of them count. For instance, this one was, I think, what, 23, 22, 23, only for base 20 count? Yeah, so um, the Winter Racing League is best 20 out of 27. Um, the first Summer Racing League, which will begin on the 1st of April and run up until the 19th of June. Um, there are 12 events, the your best 10 count. So perfect for anyone who hasn't done Heard Summer Racing League before, um, basically it's a points race. Um, and you will have various segments within the race that are scored for your time across that segment. So basically you are trying to set better times across the segment than other people within your category. Um, And there are also points available for your position on the finish line as well. Um, Clearly uh, the the best stage um, is the Queen stage, stage number 12, um, which is 100 kilometers of Bologna, which 
um, Chris Greenland is absolutely delighted about, and he he's uh, he sent me many messages just to say thank you and just to let me know that um, he, he's been looking forward to this all winter and, yeah. and cannot wait to do six and a half laps of the uh, Bologna TT route. Yeah, I was around the night he was actually begging you for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. That's 10 out of 12. I feel like you should have made it best 12 out of 12, James, because how many people are going to skip that last one? Or or, or, or maybe I should have made it 10 out of 12, but just had the last three stages of 100 kilometers of Bologna. (laughs) (laughs) No, you should have made it 9 out of 11, or 9 out of 11, but plus your Bologna. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I got to say this. I'll do uh, that Bologna nonsense about a hundred times before you get me back on the vent top again. <laughs> <laughs> At least so, there's a downhill to this. So everybody, yeah. um, Brett Robinson has just said that he's going to do Bologna <laughs> 100 times. <laughs> yeah. and, and before I do vent top again. You heard it here first. <laughs> So Brent is doing uh, 100 laps of Bologna on the uh, 17th of June. Um, I'm <laughs> I, I would would say I'm sure Craig would um, provide a uh, video footage, but he'll probably fall asleep after about two laps. <laughs> YouTube would think, kick us off. I don't think I've seen anyone Everest on Bologna yet, so that'll be a first. Oh, it's it's not actually that big a climb though. It's only 250 meters. Yeah, I don't Everesting on Bologna because I think technically you'd have to like hit the U-turn button at the bottom and go straight back up, wouldn't you? I, I'd, to, I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather Everest on Radio Tower. Ugh. which which is about as bad i think you'd be allowed to do epic to top of radio and then back down oh sure you can yeah, yeah that yeah. would be allowed i don't think you don't really actually matters. have to do repeats of the same you don't have to do repeats of the same climb i don't think do you no yeah, you do I really? think that's same, same, same segment you have to find a segment huh. yeah. Yeah. well that's stupid so you, it, it, you can't do a route, find your way around, and then you go through the whole of Watopia, and eventually, when you get to that that elevation, no, you have to choose yeah. a segment to repeat. Yeah, genuinely, I think, the, I think that's stupid. Um, eighty nine hundred meters is eighty nine hundred meters, regardless of how you do it. Yeah, the, I think the uh, the justification is that the only like the idea is you're supposed to be climbing straight up. So the only rest you're supposed to get is the distance it takes to get back down the distance you climb. Yeah. So yeah, whatever yeah. you go up, that's all you're allowed to go down. Because they don't want people like getting Everesting when they've like, you know, cycled around at like one percent for nine hundred oh. kilometers or whatever that math was up to. But <laughs> fair enough. Um, I mean, you know, I I, I get it, but. Like if, if a concept is like climbing Mount Everest, regardless what segment you do, you're going to be spending significant a significant amount of time descending. So it's not really like going up Everest. So, and it's one of those decisions that you make that you regret very, <laughs> the whole time you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... Off of Everest and back to the uh, summer racing schedule. Um, so, Jay, uh, for uh, anybody that caught it, I, I gave James some uh, some grief on this. And James, it's not that it's a bad schedule. Um, it, it, it's I don't think it's up to your normal standard. Um, but that, that's that was more my uh, my point in all that. Uh, but 
it's uh, it's going to have some interesting things for sh- very interesting races. Like 100 kilometers of Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah. the interesting thing about that one is that's the only one that has no time segment, right? Like like every other one has a timed piece that's going to be in the points, right? For well, so Bologna does have a time segment. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to get points for like fastest through on the up, but not every time the down, no. basically? Is that no? Um, the, the segment on Bologna is the start line to the top of the climb. So ba- basically, oh, okay. the primes there are the eight kilometer segment. Um, that is the, <laughs> the only prime so... that's available for Bologna. So if you were thinking about taking it really, really easy on the flat and then emptying yourself on the climb, think again, my friend. <laughs> that's actually like really really mean <laughs> but James do you do you actually get the segment on the second lap or do you start does it start before you the turnaround um, as far as I know it's a prime that begins as you're heading hill direction yeah. over over that banner okay so I, I think it'll work, and if it doesn't, um, everyone's already cycled 100 kilometers, and they've got nothing for it, and I, I might resign. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, I'll be honest, I thought it was just going to be like general classification. I thought there was just going to be the finish line. No, there, there are primes. Um, oh, that's, other, worse. Uh, that's harder. Other exciting yeah. routes to note are Sprinter's Playground with four pretty yeah. long sprints um but you have to do three times uh a rooftop rendezvous is a probably two minute cl- actually it's very similar in length to helicon um do that 10 times Ten. yeah 10 yeah um, yeah james but- you're evil that's the one that i hate the most out of this i gotta say <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that's actually deceptively the hardest out of the entire calendar um yeah. The laps are really short. I think they're 3.8k. Um, mm. So the total distance is only 38 kilometers, but you do have to do 10 climbs in that 38k. Um, but I'll say this about rooftop: is it is draftable till you get mm. to the sprint at the end. Like you can. Right. Well, I guess maybe there there is a part where it hits like a seven percent and then a six percent, and that's like usually for me the go marker when you gotta be on the front. Mm. And, and that's yeah. like not until like the last 700 meters of the whole thing. So the rest of it, you can actually like be in the group and like follow along. But and so you don't that, have one, to... that one is 560 meters of climbing in 10 laps. Yeah. Under yes. 40 kilometers. So, so, so yeah. ba- ba- basically, it's a 56 <laughs> meter climb. So it's really like more of a bump than anything else. And it's yeah. one of those like <laughs> hill, flat, hill, flat, hill, flat, hill climbs. So in compared to like if you do like the two minutes on hilly, like there's no mm-hmm. draft basically. Like you're just yeah. you gotta go for it. Whereas in this but, one you can but, kind of like time I it. Mean, I mean, like if you want to like do hilly in under two minutes, it's basically two minutes of sheer and un- un- unadulterated pain. <laughs> and hold six spots a kilo for as long as you possibly can. We've also got three sisters, yay, hills. <laughs> and three little sisters. Yeah, but they're, they're more like bumps than hills. <laughs> like, Lauren, you're giving the thumbs up on that sprinter's playground. I think you're grossly underestimating how hard it's going to be to do alley, railway. Oh. Yeah. What, what's the longest sprint? Well, is it 680 meters? Railway, yeah, I think, has got to be that long. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it also, I kind of forgot that since it's a uh, category based and I'm not with uh, women only, I have to race with mixed C. So mm, <laughs> thumbs down. And it's fastest through. Like you can't, you can't it? just sit on the front and sprint and take points at the end. Like you've got to go from the start because some yep. big yep. person behind you might be just murdering them and sitting down. Um, and and I think also that six hundred meter six hundred eighty meter um, sprint also has a bit of uphill in it. Mm. Isn't isn't it like um, a bowl? So it starts yes. slightly downhill and finishes Ooh. slightly uphill. So yeah, I mean, um, whoever thought of um, putting six hundred eighty eighty meter sprints into uh, Zwift was actually even more evil than the person that thought a five hundred meter sprint in um, Tempest Puget <laughs> was absolutely okay. Right. I love that has to be the longest actually. That's the longest sprint in the game, right? Uh, Yes, Um, I I think um, the Fuego sprint was previously the longest. Um, But Craig, you love long sprints. I do. (laughs) The worst part about Alley, like I think railway, you can see the end from the start. Like it's a pretty straight, open piece of road. In in Alley, you can't see the end until you're about. 80 meters from the end like you you just got to go for it and be like oh crap there's the very end <laughs> hope for the best but and then plus add in what is it castle and tower like it's all i think those are the other two yeah yeah, yeah. so or it, castle it, park right castle park yeah. sprint yeah yeah so also I mean... <clears throat> also thrown in uh three laps of grand central circuit so that's three times new york com uh, which is actually one of my favorite comms in game <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Not an easy series. No. Again, my comment to James on this was like, you could do anything you like. You just need to recognize what it might do for attendance. There are a lot of us who will come out. But... <laughs> I, I, I strongly suspect the, um, the second series of the summer will probably be a bit more friendly. Um, I can't even remember if anyone actually upset me or if I just felt hilly. <laughs> I, I suspect I was just in the mood for like climbing. Um, and that there, there's a few hills in there, like one or so two. If, so if James feels like climbing, everyone climbs. Well, uh, yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much how it goes. And, and sometimes, sometimes I feel really sympathetic towards the sprinters. This was not one of those times. <laughs> no. But yeah, um, one thing we forgot to talk about actually was uh, cobble climbs. What's your bike selection other than the Tron? I I can't I can't get past Tron. Yeah, Uh, I'd still stick with Tron. I think uh, the chapter two, the new bike there, Mm. Uh, the the chapter two with the NV seven eights would be my other my other go or even even the uh dt six twos we got a low level huh. bike and wheel option um yeah canyon air road and dt swiss six point twos are they six point twos those are like the lighter arrow wheels like the non-disc yep. DT swiss ones yeah 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 those are good wheels I, I mean, I, yeah. are you when you're doing that? Are you including the new nerfing after the last update, Craig? I can't. I am. I, I am. I, I read the article, but I couldn't quite piece it all together. Yeah, it, but I think um, with 
and so Eric hasn't done all all his testing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, Tron is the go-to. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Tron, go for it. And and then I, I think the Air Road might be the next best right now. So I, I, I think yeah, yeah. It, it's I don't know whether it's the Chapter Two or the Air Road, but uh, I, I think it. The first thing, the first comment Eric made was that uh, the almost all the fast bikes except the Air Road got uh, slowed down by several seconds. So let's move on to other exciting things that you can do before the Omnium, um, which is obviously the most exciting thing you can possibly do this year. Um, so um, in Herdwood Racing, we've got two laps of cobble climbs. Before we head to um, Herd Mountain Gates, um, which has one and a half laps of Bologna finishing at the top of the second lap. Um, and that is on Sunday and Monday. Um, and then we head to the Stampede for 16.1 kilometers of a whole lot of lava. Um, so that's the volcano climb. Brent, where's it going to finish? Uh, not quite back to the start, but at the bottom after the volcano. So you'll be somewhere between the bottom of the volcano and downtown. Just trying to think. So there's what a four kilometer lead in, and then it's like a two and a half kilometer climb. Oh, I've absolutely no idea. Um, let, let's just let's just go with uh, whatever Brent has said is correct, and anyone yeah, who I finds did, out. I did look up the route details when I was <laughs> doing my post, so it is. Yeah. Based on the look, it's like so. You, you are comfortable seven. that you don't start going up it the second time. Uh, no, that definitely shouldn't happen. On the Zwift Insider, your debt, your so without the lead in, it's ten k up and down. So okay. with the lead in, even coming back around, I don't think you quite get all the way back to downtown. Anyone? Who... No. So so Brent, remember you don't go back down. You you go straight back up the volcano instead. Remember. When you do multiple oh, la- no. when you do laps of this one, but it's still not going to go all the way around, I don't think. So anyone who does start going up the volcano for a second time and was convinced they only had to do it once, um, you can come back to us and blame Brent entirely, and definitely not me because I chose the route. <laughs> and so Stampede is um, Monday and really really early Tuesday morning if you're a Brit or European. Um, there's also one on Sunday evening. Um, and finally, um, in the bullseye, we have eight laps of LaGuardia Loop. Um, so that's um, our uh, multi-lap event, um, uh, FAL, or first across line, um, for all eight laps will score you 50 points, except for the last lap where you could potentially score 100. Um, keep an eye out for posts on Herd Racing League Facebook group from um, Gavin Irons, um, who is a very, very keen participant of that series. As am I now. Uh, as, as is Craig, actually. Very, very true. Um, Brent, I know, I know you've done quite a few bullseyes as well um, before you were like conned into doing silly things first thing in the morning. Bullseye is great. I love bullseye. LaGuardia Loop is the one with the uphill lead into the sprint. But the, right, is that sprint, we're doing? Itself is, yeah. but the sprint itself is downhill, right? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. you got to, you come, you're going to be like doing the like, shortcut across central park and then it turns left up and then that's the hill where yeah. you got to position yourself for the sprint and then yeah, yeah. you get to the top of that hill and then it's downhill 
into the sprint, yeah. but it's Eight really like very fast sprint. You got to be. This was on it. This was on one it. of my first ever herd races, actually, James. Okay. Wow. As a bullseye, was a, a C bullseye on Liardia Loop. Yeah. Mm, nice. I did this one in season one with uh, Mark TJ. And a couple of force guys, Manuel Kuhn and uh, can't remember Zayner's first name, but um, I think I ended up finishing fourth or fifth. But you know, a Mark and TJ. I mean, Mark is the master of those long uphill lead-ins. Like he just yeah. murders everyone on that stuff, and then still has the gas to win at the end. So Mark Mark um, always really punches above his weight. For like, if you look at Mark's um, twenty minute power, I mean, granted he's now like four two four three, but I think he always punches above what his twenty minutes looks like, just because he's really good for punchy efforts. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's the man. He, I mean, him or Origin for mm. guys in like that top B low A range of the guys. Although I I think Origin is better on like the straight up power stuff, but that long yeah. lead in hilly stuff marks the guy. Yeah, Mark and TJ really suckered me into starting bullseye. Mm. Good. A couple I, of I weeks remember. ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, Tatum. It was more than a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, quite a few weeks. Ago. <laughs> uh, I, I remember you, um, you winning the uh, the A competition at um, nine o'clock on Wednesday. Um, quite a few weeks. And back. I was, yeah, because I was alone. <laughs> 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 I was the only rider until the next week. The but two of them joined me, so we had a bit more fun. <laughs> but and then you looked, you messaged me. What are you doing there? Yeah. <laughs> so so I. Did did the 7 p.m. UK time one this week because I, I was off and uh, yeah uh, we had a really great group it was uh, it was a lot of fun yeah that's yeah. A, that's a, so, in the bees that's a really good yeah. time I've had a lot of fun mm-hmm. racing that time slot with the bees mm-hmm. and, and and I think it's been a little bit quieter than usual this week with Tauritopia but um, otherwise um, numbers were good still um, which is great. Tatum Jewel, let's talk about the home screen. Wait. Yes. Women's. Hey, let's talk about the ICD. Yes. All right. Um, Yeah, so I missed it this week, but this week was the um, Hilly route. Um, So that was three laps of Watopia Hilly. Um, And I know from talking to, from a lot of my chats, from a lot of the women, that that one was tough for folks. Um, But it looked like there were some nice battles. Um, The numbers definitely fell off in the time slot I would have been racing, which is America's West right now. But this week I've been without my bike, so I did not get to compete. And I think I have mixed feelings about it because it sounded like it was challenging um uh i i heard that overheard that uh some america's east uh the chatter was people complaining mostly sprinters about having to go up a kom every single lap um <laughs> but those those have been really really fun and um so i did the first two races missed this last one and then next week we are going to be differently but still challenged with uh downtown dolphin 15 laps so, and that is um, intermediate points, the Crit City Prem times 15, woo, 50 to one points uh, FTS, and then we'll get finishing points 
from 350 down to seven. So for anyone in that women's series, uh, that that's been a lot of fun. And yeah, similarly, there were really good numbers in that UK time slot, but there are definitely women who are uh, battling it out in the West in Americas as well. So I'd just like to give like a really quick shout out to uh, Marilyn DeVlea for her comm time of one minute, 54 seconds. I, I know. Yeah. Wow. Very, oh, very special. I mean, I, I was watching Lerenique yeah. go up there. I thought she was pretty quick. And then I saw Madeleine's time and I thought, oh my. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fast. Amazing. Is the Crit City Prime, that's the one on the cobbles? That's the, the uphill one, yeah. Yep. Yep. It's like, actually the one that I kind of prefer to do, but we'll see because I've been off the bike for a week, a little less, Sean reminded me. So going into a race, it'll be, we'll see. It'll be fun. You'll be fresh. Yeah, rested. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I, I, I definitely prefer um, downtown Dolphin to Bell Lap. Um, yes. I think Bell, Bell Lap's generally like really, really unpleasant. I am with James, yes, on that. And we also have um, race number 10 of the, the uh, women's um, individual time trial um, series, which is 32.2 kilometers or 20 miles of the Watopia flat loop. Um, and that'll be on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Awesome. And... All right, Tatum Jewel, now is your time to talk about the uh, home screen. <laughs> it is, it is, it's actually quite interesting because I think most of us, you either you either get the new home screen or you don't, and you can only deal with what you have. It was quite nice. I had the two PCs next to each other. One had the old interface, one had the new interface, and I could actually compare the two. Yes, given we are used to the old one, so we know how to navigate, find our way around. Looking at the new interface, it doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. It's a lot of, it's it's just difficult. It's a lot of new things and it makes finding the routes a lot more difficult for me in the new interface and old interface. And, uh, it took two of us to try and figure out what Al needs to be doing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's probably be mixed feelings on it. I personally don't like it. I'm very glad that my PC is the one that, well, my, <laughs> is the one that's still <laughs> locked on the old, old screen. And, uh, but we'll see. Maybe as we get used to it. So the new home screen um, is predominantly around content discovery so when new people start swift they don't really know what to do with themselves and the idea behind the new home screen is that it makes it easier to find suggestions for things to do so you'll see like why don't you try this route why don't you try this workout what ultimately that is going to do is it will allow swift hq the opportunity to promote certain group rides so let, let's say there's been a lot of really good feedback about a certain group ride they'll be able to bring that to the front and people be able to join that and hopefully have a great time um but where um, are the other routes hidden i still haven't been able to find um, that there, there's a world button if you click on that it'll show you all the routes in the game uh, um yeah. 
so suspect too they must they're gonna netflixify that too aren't they oh yeah um <laughs> and i think we are probably going to um, none of this is actually being confirmed so ignore generally what i'm about to say um we are looking at the potential of scoring rides on a one to five basis um and promoting the um events that score the highest um so this may happen it may not happen um i'm keen for it to happen because i think the good events should be rewarded um and the less good ones should not um yeah but similarly with clubs home screen is the initial offering of a feature that will be subsequently worked on heavily over the course of a year so we know that um, there are going to be various improvements on the club system. There are also going to be various improvements home screen as well. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people are missing the ride with button. That was a lot of yeah. comment that I was getting. Um, yeah, that's I can enough. still do, I can still do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, that, that's that's one feature that... that that's because the person you ride with is generally, like, sat next to you. Right next to me, Yeah. <laughs> That does yeah. help. So, yeah. So I, I I will say that the ride width is missing, and the only other thing was in the routes search. I, I did find it. Um, I did yeah. find it tough where you don't see the map when you when you scroll through. You have to click on it, and then it brings up the map, and then you have to click out of it, and then click on the next one. It's just a lot of clicking to uh, to look at the maps if you don't know the if you don't know the name of the route you're looking for from a yeah, relatively new user perspective. Yeah, I, I think the, the one thing I would say is um, if you do have any feedback in relation to the um, new uh, user interface, um, go to the Zoe forums. There's a fairly long thread with people giving various views on what they think about the new UI. Um, please do comment on that. Um, every single comment gets read um, and that will then form our roadmap for um, improvements in the future yeah i didn't i didn't i only used it for about 15 seconds i don't i think i used it like the end of a ride because it showed up and i was doing a workout but um the only thing that sort of gave me a bit of a head scratch was i, I think it didn't give like a hover over description yeah like you, you hover over <laughs> things it doesn't tell you what it is and i was like i mean yeah. i've used Zwift for you know every day for three months and 387 times in the last two years but like if i was a new person it's like i don't know what stopwatch means i don't know what calendar means i need to like hover over that and get a little thing that the, deals the, in with that button even, even the even the exit button was uh yeah, the, yeah. is the, is this the is it the exit button or not and yeah. is this just gonna that was yeah. my that was my only thing that i was a bit like that seems pretty simple to have done <laughs> i think oh, the I think the um, last thing on our agenda. Um, well, I think before we go to the quick, the last thing, I think Lauren wanted to talk about one more thing. Go ahead, I Lauren. I do. Um, so I pulled up the post on the Facebook page, actually, because we did have some uh, teams in the ZRL who got podium positions from the herd. And so I just wanted to briefly mention that. Um, in the Women's Division D champions, the herd of Emperor Penguins took third. In the uh, Women's Division B, the herd of Little Penguins also took third. 
And then in the uh, mixed division C championships, herd mentality won. Okay. Congrats to all of those herd teams and every herd team who competed in ZRL, whether they got to the playoffs or not. We had a lot of good herd representation this season. So. Oh, thanks, Laurie. So, I, I didn't realize that was yeah. only only just one week ago. Um, I still can't believe it. I can't believe it, especially since I've been somewhere else for the last week. It does not seem like it was less than a week ago that I did that last race. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lauren, I, I, I got to say one more thing, and I, I, I know because you were you're part of that team, you didn't want to mention it, but the Little Penguins did win the points race, and uh, we did. Congrats. It, it took us, our, our TT was, that is a tough division. So our TTT was, um, we were in sixth going into the points race. And I, since you brought it up, we crushed it. We absolutely crushed that, that points race. Um, off, yeah, off, off, the was, back of, off the back of a sixth place, winning the points race is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So it pushed us yeah. to the podium. It was very exciting. Yeah. Very well done. Did, did you win the sprint, Lauren? I was second, um, oh. but second, second FTS, but I'll take it because I was almost certainly the smallest person in that race. So I think, yeah. And that's not, a, that's that not a tough spot for a little person to win that sprint coming. You gotta have, <laughs> that's one where like the big bodies get a lot of advantages coming off that hill. If you can hold the group for sure. So well done. So, so basically yeah. Lauren, if you divided your time by your weight, then you definitely won. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and, and yeah, Sean Sean isn't here, but Herd Mentality also just did obviously. really, really well. So that's his team. Yeah. yeah. So, so someone needs to upgrade that team to be next time around. Because isn't this isn't this the <laughs> second time they've won the playoffs? I think so. Um, yeah. I think people might have been asking about uh maybe not one, but definitely we're up there. And people were asking for a uh, performance check on Sean apparently after uh, they got ooh. that race. So I mean, so actually Sean had played a re- played it really well. He went entirely for the volcano climb. He yes. didn't really yes. play anywhere. Like I, I was watching we you know, we were doing the broadcast and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he uh he went all in because he loves that finish and uh, yeah, yep. it worked out. So. Yep. I will say one more thing about this. So since I'm visiting my family, I was like, Oh, I'm going to show them, you know, the, the broadcast stream. Oh man. For someone who is not at all familiar with looking at Zwift, they were like, what, what's happening? Why isn't the camera on you? Where are you? What is this? Why are there four screens, et cetera, et cetera. So it might, might've yeah. finally prompted me. Um, since I'm doing this a lot now to actually stream my races so I can be like, here, this is focused on me. There you guys go. <laughs> yeah. Should just give them a little race report with a couple of videos put in. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Some commentary to explain what's happening. Yep. <laughs> yep. Terrible idea, yeah. I know. My mom already says this is too involved, and yet here I am in their basement recording a podcast about it. So. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Um, and this All is right. going to bring us around to our final feature of the evening um, or afternoon stroke morning, depending on how many hours behind us you actually are. Um, next weekend is the Omnium. Um, so the Omnium is the 26th and 27th of March. There are six events. The 
On the first day, uh, we have three events. The first is a sprint race with a single lap of um, Watopi Heli Reverse. The second event is the hill climb. So your points will be counted on the Caspat route, but only for the time you take up the Petticom. So um, there is no draft. Um, so everything is down to how hard you push up the hill. Nothing else matters. The third event is a 10-mile time trial or 16.1 kilometers on Neokyo All Nighter, which takes us on to day two, which will start with a points race, 10 laps of downtown Dolphin, um, points on the cobbled climb, and then we go on to um, race number five. Um, it's a three-kilometer time trial on Tempest Fugits. And finally, event number six, the scratch race, which is a single lap of figure eight. Brent, what are you most looking forward to and least looking forward to? Uh, so, so the points, the hilly reverse sprint, that's points on the sprint, or is it just like a scratch to the line? Uh, hilly reverse is scratch. Scratch to the line, eh? I think um, I th the I'll say the the Caspat's hill climb. I'm I'm intrigued by that one. That's um, I don't mind the petite KOM on that course and and to just try and murder yourself for I want to say six minutes probably in bees. Yeah, maybe a little. About like, might be low sixes less. for the faster guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Craig, I, I, you say a little bit less, but there's no draft, so I think six minutes could actually be a really good time. Yeah, 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 so maybe. I, I think I think that's the one that I'm kind of most intrigued by. I think like least, and I only say it not because I don't enjoy it or I think it's bad or anything. It's the ten mile TT, but that's because I've done several hundred probably at this point ten mile TTs on Zwift. I think my, my answers are identical to yours. Um, hill climb, I'm looking forward to most. Um, and the 10 mile TT, I'm looking forward to the least. Just because I know what 10 mile TTs feel like on Zwift. And they're generally, they start hard and they stay hard. And by the end of it, you wish you weren't alive. Yep. Bucket. It's the things that buckets are made for. <laughs> Um, yeah. Tatum will not be racing um, the Omnium, but if he was, what would be your favourite and least favourite? I, I, th I was actually quite excited to do it. I haven't done an individual TT on Zwift. Hmm. So I was looking forward to actually giving the 10 mile TT a guess. Yeah. So, but what I'll be doing, I will be screaming at you all on Discord. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Fair. Looking looking forward to the support. Um, I'll do that. Lauren, how about you? Yeah. So this, you know, I have to look at these events now differently than if I were looking at ZRL because they're going to be mixed. So every four women, all of these will be mixed. So that means I'll be racing mixed C. So while I might be the most excited about um, maybe the points race, maybe that downtown dolphin, I like that one. That might be tough for me. We'll see. Um, so I think whew, going into Mixie, I might be the most excited about the hill climb actually on Petite KOM. Um, and then, uh, the hardest, 
or when I'm not, I'm not sure. I think that it's, I think things are going to shake out a little bit interestingly for me with racing and mixy. So I just, I don't know how it's going to go. I think any that are a lot of, a lot of power, like that three kilometer one, and I'm probably going to be pretty far down with that. Yeah. So. I, I think um, like as a relatively light B, I'm really going to struggle on the, on the 3k time trial as well. Um, and, and I think um, actually the, um, as, for light people, 10 laps of downtown Dolphin, because the sprint is uphill, yes, yes, it's a power climb, but it's yeah, yeah, being light also helps. It does. That'll be exciting if I can stick in, I can, yeah, if I can stick in the group. So, but I'm excited, I'm excited to try it. I think it's going to completely wear me out, um, especially since it's next weekend, but (laughs) yeah, um, I, I, I think. Well, that that's like the first the first event of day two, and I think people are going to be absolutely shattered from day one. So, um, are, are there going to be any strategies used, for example, in the ten mile TT at the end of day one? Are people going to leave a little bit behind, just knowing they've got free free events to come the next day? Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, shaking the. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I I don't uh, or I don't I'm not doing it because well th- th- that's not how I roll but uh, <laughs> definitely uh, I'm kind of most eager to try and also most worried about the uh, the first one the uh, the hilly reverse um, mm. summit finish so it's that not, race it's it's not a summit finish it's a single lap oh it's a single lap. Yeah, okay. so the, oh. the finish is very shortly after the summit. So yes. you, you, you yes. hit, um, okay. I, I think, like 900 meters from the, um, the summit, and it's you've got a yep. really, really steep downhill and then straight onto the finish line. So I know um, in the past I have been, I have hit hilly reverse climbs so hard that I have immediately dropped myself. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in, very interested to see how this works on, uh, on just doing that route because uh, yeah, I, I, I think it, it might go well for me or it, I might absolutely kill myself for the rest of the weekend. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm expecting you to go well on that one, actually. Um... I think with the start being relatively flat, um, although granted you turn left up up here and then you've got the, um, oh God, I don't even know what the route is. Um, you go left up up here, <laughs> um, up, up the- You go um, right. You go right. No. Yeah, that's that, right. If you go, if you go right, that's heady forwards. I no. don't know. I'm looking at hilly route reverse through details and it's, it's right, and then through the S's, through the reverse sprint. That's left. Yeah. No, that's right. I'm not coming out of the pens. It's, it's coming out of the pens. It's right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like left on the map, i.e. turn west. <laughs> that is correct. It is left side of the map. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going <laughs> entirely insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so you, yeah. You, you do like the 3% climb up towards the volcano. Then you turn left, please. Onto the yes. S's, um, and then you head towards yep. the hill. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you do the S's, the climbing the S's, the the reverse sprint across the bridge, the little Italian villa climb, and then back down 
across that little tiny riser bit before you get to the start of reverse KO, reverse hilly KOM, which of yeah. course is like the craziest KOM because it starts with like the 10% killer and then you can basically draft and follow the whole way to yeah, the pretty much. end um, of the yeah. KOM. I, I actually wanted this to be hilly forwards, but I didn't want the hill to start right at the beginning of a lap and I wanted the hill to be close to the end of a lap. Um, yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you you'd finish the KOM off, you go downhill, you sprint to the finish at the normal. Uh, yeah. So it'd be like the same as if you were finishing coming up from the underwater or something like that, where you. Yeah, and the the descent is steep enough that you'll be able to um, super tuck as well. So you're basically super tucking, probably not sprinting straight away, but maybe within about ten seconds of um, having to start pedaling again. Yeah, it'll so. be it'll be one of those kind of weird finishes. It's kind of like the finish coming down off the petite KOM into the marina sprint, yeah. right? Where you got to yeah. like, the speed is so high that like it kind of mm-hmm. stays that way all the way into the sprint. So the sprint goes crazy mm. fast. Yeah, definitely. In a group um, for sure. I'm I'm really excited about the series. And I know that a lot of people also are. Um, and yeah. I'm really excited to see how it plays out. And I'm really looking forward to seeing like, see, seeing what the attendance numbers are. Unfortunately, it's in the middle of Tour of Utopia. Um, so we will just have to see. And, uh, and sorry, you told me this today, James, but it's, it's four hours apart. So it's like 9am, 1pm, 5pm, uh, 11, local, whatever this is, 11, three, seven, depending on where you are. So it should be 11, three, seven GMT stroke BST because the clocks conveniently change halfway through the two days. Um, <laughs> And it's also um, EDT, PDT, and AEST, um, American, uh, sorry, Australian Eastern Summertime, I think it stands for. Um, But um, Pacific Daylight Time, Eastern Daylight Time, and Greenwich Mean Time Stroke British Summertime. Yeah, my trick is I'm sure I'm going to have to coach lacrosse that weekend, so I'm going to have to figure out which of the (laughs) times isn't going to conflict with my coaching. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's a non-zero chance i end up racing at like two in the morning or something mm-hmm. <laughs> i haven't done all the conversions don't worry Dedication. that's something that's been done i know i know <laughs> yep it's all part of the experience. no bad part. consequences either yeah totally fine yeah. um let's, let's let's just uh call out cam um because uh cam is going to be doing the omnium and flam rouge racing which <sighs> Both happen to happen at the same time. So, but, but let's let's also just add Cam is a machine. Oh yeah, no, no, yes. no, no doubt at all. The guy's an absolute lunatic. Um, <laughs> sorry, machine. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, doing doing the Omnium and FRR is absolute insanity. So, <laughs> chapeau to you, my friend. You absolute bloody lunatic. <laughs> And I, I think on I think that, in French Canadian it's the word is foo. It, it, it's not it's, it's not lunatic. lunatic. <laughs> but um I, I think on um on that bombshell um with uh, our um, French Canadian lunatic um <laughs> it's probably time to end the show until next week. Um we, we, we haven't had a conversation for a couple of weeks. Um we hope to bring that back next weekend and the weekends following. So um, for anyone who's, who's missed our interviews with um, 
other members of Herd and Herd Racing. Um, these will be coming back really shortly. So thank yeah, you, sure. everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you, Brent. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Craig. And thank you, Tatum. Cheers, everyone. Good Have good a good, good weekend. Good night, everyone. Mm -hmm. Bye.